Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Wizard of the Cape Drive Time, yes, that's where you are, in the universe, on the planet. 0829-913-913 is the WhatsApp line. What do you think about our stories? What do you think? Full stop. 0829-913-913. Weapons produced in South Africa by Danel are awash in, guess where, in Yemen, and being used by numerous parties in that very dirty war. This is a report that's been tabled by uh, NPO Open Secrets. Online for comment is uh, somebody who is involved with this particular investigation, Michael Marchant. Michael, welcome. Uh, Good afternoon, Shafiq, and to your listeners as well. Yeah, this is uh, interesting. Um, I do believe that uh, South African arms companies, they weren't discriminative. They shipped weapons to anybody who asked for them in this particular conflict. So, so what did your research reveal in that uh, respect? So the investigation reveals that South African weapons companies, as you have been, have said already, have been exporting weapons uh, extensively to parties that are involved in the conflict in Yemen. And in particular, what we've seen is we've seen a pattern of an increase in exports to Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, two states that are really central to what is happening in Yemen and two states that are implicated by the United Nations in war crimes in that state. And to give you a sense, in the last decade that we have records for, from 2010 and 2019, South African weapons companies have exported around about 11 billion rounds of weapons to those two countries, which constitutes more than 20% of all of our weapons exports is going to those countries. That's not something to be proud of, is it? No, I think it's something that, uh, honestly, it's, it's something to be ashamed of. Many of the listeners will will know what's happening in Yemen, and and many might not. But what is being described is is one of the world's, probably today's worst humanitarian catastrophe. 16 million people in Yemen do not have access to enough food or medication. And the war has really torn the country apart and has resulted in unbelievable suffering for civilians. And part of those responsible for that are the forces and those allied to Saudi Arabia and the UAE, um, and a range of different actors that are involved in that conflict. And unfortunately, as a weapons exporter, what the evidence shows is that you cannot know when you export weapons to a country involved in this conflict, you cannot know where they will end up being used. And yet, our South African regulators have consistently looked at requests from armed companies on uh, requests to export there, and they have consistently signed them off without engaging in all of the evidence of, of the crimes and the suffering that is happening in Yemen. Now, the company that's responsible, Ryan Metal Danel Munitions, RDM for short, I know that Open Secrets did approach them, but uh, like most uh, arms companies, they just probably just shut their doors in your face and broke your noses in the process. Um, What's interesting here is it seems as if Rheinmetall Denel Munitions is hiding behind the fact that there's a German interest in it. So um, it appears as if they are trying to hide behind the skirts of something else. Am I right? So this part of the story is, is a fairly complicated one. But what is important to note is that Rheinmetall Denel Munitions, RDM, is a South African company. It's registered here and it operates 
from here, including a plant very close uh, to us in Cape Town, uh, operating from Somerset West. The company is a joint venture. It's owned 51% by the German mega arms company Rheinmetall, and the 49% stake is held by the South African state-owned firm Danel. And so what we said in the report is that both countries need to take responsibility here because Rheinmetall is actually prohibited from exporting weapons to Saudi Arabia directly from Germany because there is currently a ban in place on weapons, in part because of the concern about how Saudi Arabia uses those weapons in places like Yemen. Um, and so one of the concerns is that our companies like RDM using South Africa as a jurisdiction uh, to escape more uh, punitive bans in other parts of the world. It is a grave concern, and it's one of the reasons that we've raised that the regulator has to be paying far greater attention to this uh, to stop this happening. Yeah, it seems like we've become a laundry. I think it's the only way we can put it. Um, of course, uh, there's lots of facts that still come out besides Ryan Metal and Danil Munitions trying to shut the door and close uh, all the laptops. Um, Operation Golden Victory on the port of Hodeida in 2020 had catastrophic uh, consequences. And guess what? South African munitions and vehicles apparently were used in that attack. There is definitely extensive evidence that South African weapons have ended up in Yemen, both those manufactured by Renatal Danel, but also those produced by Danel itself, the state-owned arms company, uh, another German firm operating from here, Hensel. Um, and they've been found, as you said, various uh, different attacks. The one that we are most interested in is, uh, is an attack on the city of Hodeida in 2018, where mortars were used to target civilians and first responders. Now, the United Nations has investigated that and concluded that the most likely source is from Rheinmetall itself or Rheinmetall Canal Munitions. We asked the company to comment on that and to confirm whether they have ever investigated that evidence. But unfortunately, the need to comment on that specific question, as you said, falling back on the position that they simply rely on the South African regulators, the NCACC, um, and because they've been given permission to export, um, they don't see a problem. And so they refuse to be drawn on any of the specific details that we ask them to comment on. Now, how convenient to use South Africa as the laundry because we're so slack and so inefficient. Um, that, to me, as an outsider, seems to be the picture when it comes to all of this. Any responses from any South African sources or just a golden silence? The response, uh, we got an extensive response from the, the National Conventional Arms Control Committee, or the NCACC, which, as I've said, is the regulator that makes the decision on whether to export. And they did answer our questions. Unfortunately, the responses that they provided were really revealed a completely inadequate approach to regulation. And so we put the evidence to them and said, how can you have justified the permitting exports to these countries? given the evidence that they're using weapons against civilians. And the response of the NCACC was simply to say that that evidence had never been shown to them by uh, DERCO or the International Relations Ministry before, and so they couldn't really comment on it. 
Uh, unfortunately, that's completely failing to fulfill their lawful duty. South African law is very clear on this. We should not be sending weapons to places uh, or to states that will use them potentially in violation of human rights or who will pass them on to other parties uh, and exacerbate conflict. And so the NCACC has to take those things into account when it decides on whether to approve an export. However, their response to us indicates that they're simply not applying their mind. Um, and it's really urgent that, that they begin, first of all, to fulfill their legal regulatory function, but also that Parliament really holds them to account for failing to do this. Are you going to be taking any further action, uh, legal action, going to a court or anything like that? So the first port of call will be for us to provide this now completed report and all of the detailed evidence to all the relevant authorities in South Africa. That includes um, that includes the NCACC as well as the defense committees in Parliament. And we've made very clear recommendations in there that the exports need to be halted immediately. Having said that, if there is still no response and no action on that part, we are certainly ready, both together with us and civil society partners, to to take the fight elsewhere, use the law if necessary and if there's no response. And we certainly will do that because we feel that it, it is absolutely imperative that we end our complicity in one of the worst conflicts facing the world today. Michael Marchand, researcher in Pierre Open Secrets, talking to us about the fact that 11 billion rands worth of arms have been sold to key players in the uh, Yemeni conflict, uh, two of the biggest clients being UAE and Saudi Arabia. 11 billion rands worth of arms going to one of the world's worst conflicts. Michael Marchand, Open Secrets, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much.